This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, September 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's state lines. Vetoes on H-2A and foreign owner bills. Buy American bills. Signed. Vilsack's message for farmers. Newsom signs UFW card check bill. Bowing to pressure from Democratic leaders, Governor Newsom signed AB 2183 yesterday. The bill offers a vote-by-mail option for union elections, along with a controversial ballot-collecting process known as card check. Newsom also drafted an agreement with United Farm Workers to cap the number of card check petitions over the next five years. He's working with lawmakers to codify the agreement into law through legislation next year. They have the fundamental right to unionize and advocate for themselves in the workplace, he said. Bills on H-2A workers, foreign landowners get vetoes. With a Friday deadline nearing, Governor Newsom has been rolling out more bills each day. On Wednesday, he vetoed three measures related to agriculture. One was SB 1084. It would have prohibited foreign governments from purchasing farmland in California. It also targeted foreign ownership of water rights, desalination facilities, energy production, energy storage, and energy distribution. In his veto message, Newsom described those duties as beyond CDFA's purview, creating new and arduous responsibilities. He vetoed AB 857, proposed new requirements for employers to notify H-2A workers of certain rights. A previous version mandated compensation for travel time to the worksite. Newsom called it overly prescriptive and worried it would override the Labor Commissioner's authority in providing clear and accurate information to workers. Also, AB 364 offered to update state protections for temporary visa holders with the proponents arguing the law inadvertently left out farm labor contractors. Many foreign labor contractors are already regulated through federal and state agencies, argued Newsom. This bill would create a redundant process for many of the contractors. He also said it would expand the scope of workers considered foreign labor contractors. EPA declines to regulate treated seeds but plans new scrutiny. EPA has decided against regulating the use of pesticide-treated seeds under the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, but the agency is looking into whether the seeds are being sold and used in ways that violate existing restrictions. EPA said yesterday that it already assesses the use of the treating pesticide and the treated seed and impacts to human health and the environment. But the agency said it was evaluating label requirements for pesticides to ensure there are complete and appropriate instructions for the distribution, sale, and use of both the treated pesticide and the treated seed. The agency also will be investigating whether treated seeds are being distributed or used in ways that violate the pesticide labeling requirements. The agency said it would issue an advance notice of proposed rulemaking seeking additional information on that issue. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Vilsack, plenty of demand for crops despite diet emphasis. The White House Hunger and Nutrition Conference is in the books. 
Now the question is how much of the White House food strategy will be put in practice and what it will mean for the ag and food sectors. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says corn and soybean growers shouldn't be worried about the negative emphasis on processed foods. We've asked questions in the dietary guidelines about processed food, Vilsack said, and I think it's a legitimate question to ask. But at the same time, we're also looking at substantial aviation fuel that's going to come from a lot of agricultural products. So there's going to be plenty of opportunity and plenty of demand, including for exports, Vilsack said. Now take note, one of the panels at the event, uh, Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey said, we need to put the F back in the FDA. And he called out the amount of sugar and salt in massively processed foods. New York City Mayor Eric Adams credited a plant-based diet with curing his diabetes. As the conference ended, Representative Jim McGovern, the Massachusetts Democrat, told AgriPulse he thought the day helped energize food and nutrition activists. FDA's Caliph, we've got to really look at this differently now. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf told the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture that his agency can't give the American public what it needs for public health without a strong relationship with state agencies. He called for the use of more information technology to enhance FDA's relationship with state partners, noting that cloud and computing was made to enable people to look at common data and information. Speaking in a Zoom interview with California Agriculture Secretary Karen Ross, Calif also underscored the magnitude of the task ahead due to climate change, which he said threatens food supplies around the world. Keep in mind, Calif asked the Reagan Udall Foundation to evaluate the agency's human foods program with a goal of giving the food side of the FDA the attention it deserves. The foundation is holding a public meeting on the issue today and tomorrow. FAO chief warns of coming food availability crisis. The resumption of grain and vegetable oil exports from Odessa and Ukraine is helping to lower food prices in the world's poorest nations, but more needs to be done to prevent a potential, quote, food availability crisis, according to UN Food and Agriculture Organization Director General Kyu Dong Yu yesterday at a meeting of the G20 Ag Ministers in Bali. You called the Black Sea Grain Initiative an important step forward, but he stressed the need for more low-cost financing to enable low-income nations to import more ag commodities, as well as expanding access to fertilizers for farmers in developing nations. Well, here's today's He Said It. We're good at productivity. We're good at innovation and technology, and we're good at efficiency. Climate policy done well will reward that, and I think U.S. agriculture and U.S. forestry could stand to benefit. That Robert Bonney, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, speaking at yesterday's NASDA meeting. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, September 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.